This podcast is being recorded as live. If you are offended by things that are mentioned, please don't tell other people about it. Just sort of move on and maybe skip and listen another time. It might not be the same. The people represented in this recording are fictitious and any kind of similarities resemblance. between resemblance between similarities similarities are purely for sexy purposes make you go this a is... bit sexy this is panks and frith podcast this is the sex cast the sex edition the bumper sex chat annual people do that 2023 people Let's do... sex friday we should give out tips for lovers Okay. Give me my bloody tip. Uh, that's Fridays are for the super patrons, of course. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna you're super gonna dude. tell because you told me just before we started recording you've got another new plating out technique. Oh yeah, I've got this new special plating out technique. <laughs> Fucking hate that just that uh, term. I don't know why that bothers me so much, but it really does. What's the other one you've got? The other sex term you've got that's horrible. On the nest? No, I quite like on the nest. I find that quite funny. Uh, You've got another one that's really horrible. Uh, is it... Uh, plating out is horrible, isn't it? Noshing off? I think plating out is so bad because I remember you using it regarding... There was like a rumour that there was a footballer's girlfriend who got... Plated out by a dog? Yeah. And then I've seen the video. Let a woman gets plated out by a dog. Who she is, I don't know. Why have you seen the video? It came up on my bloody short. On me, um, someone sent it. I don't know where I saw it. It was, a, it was like a thing, and it was like this bloke, and he sounded like Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker. Yeah. He's got bloody hell. You're raw. You are, girl. You are raw. And it's a little pug, and she looked like a footballer's wife. She was not an unattractive woman. I mean, the dog. So, you know, the dog's tongue attached to her vagina made her slightly less attractive. That wasn't the hottest thing about it. But, you know... It's just the fact... I think that's the first time you used the term and it really made me feel... That's the first time you've heard it. Yeah. I mean, that's the first time you'd heard me use it is what I meant. I'm not saying I invented it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you use it nightly. Oh, I do. I say, thanks for getting plated out tonight. To you, don't yeah, and you go, you I, are that's raw. the sort of thing. You are raw, you are girl. She's obviously not like, pissed I mean, up, and she's like lifts her leg up. Anyway, let's not get forensic about it. You can. I don't need to describe. <laughs> I don't need to visually describe a, a dog plating out a woman. I mean, we can all imagine it. Luckily, some of us can't. <laughs> yes, that's true, isn't it? That's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've busy, busy time. I just, I just basically did five gigs in five days. I've done five yeah. gigs in a week loads of times, but they normally involve doubles. This was five, one gig a day. for. It feels like an actual job that does. I just said, you know, I, I'm not too busy. I could always, I'd like, I like doing what I do. But this actually feels like a fucking five days in a row. That's not what yeah. normies do, isn't it? Monday to Friday. Maybe the listener doesn't job. know. Yeah, maybe the listener doesn't know, but... Being a stand-up, you only really work... Thursday, Friday, work Saturday, you can Friday, leave. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then maybe one more here and there. And that does yeah. you. Yeah, well, I chucked that... in a Wednesday and a Sunday. 
Yeah. Well, I, 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 I used the term. I termed. I termed that. You know, I, I did. I I did. I I just said I did five gigs. Well, I had actually had four gigs. One was I don't know what it was. It wasn't a gig. But um, I'll get into all of it. But I've had a new ailment. Sound the hypochondriac klaxon. I've got a hammer here. Let me. Let's be saying a little ding when I hit it. What about this? There might have been a slight ding on that. Um, so I'm gig. I'm in Reading on uh, uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Bit of an issue leading up to gig. I was meant to be recording three speech, right? So I was going into London to do that. Then I was going to get the train onto Reading, and then I was going to get. Girlfriend was going to drop me off at Epping. I was going to get the tube to London, do the free speech thing. So anyway, I googled train strikes and it said train strikes were scheduled for today, but they've been called off. Fucking result. And that said, whatever news outlet I had that on, what Google's pointed me at, might have been Sky News, it said 18 hours ago. I was like, oh, that's recent. That's Went on train app. And normally if there's a strike, it won't let you book a ticket or it comes up at least with a big banner that says, just to let you know, uh, there could be disruption due to industrial action. Yeah, it's right? going to be a pain in the arse. Didn't yeah. do that. Bought the ticket. Anyway, on the way down, Darius messages me. Turns out there is a train strike. I wouldn't have been able to get to Reading. So I had to cancel that. I thought and they were all spend... called off. So... Well, no, what it said. No, I did. This was Wednesday. They were, they were called off, and then they were called on. Then it goes, mm. I was getting the train from Paddington to Redden at half six. It said, oh, as long as your journey's over by half six, you'll be fine. And I was like, well, that's when it starts. So anyway, I cancelled it, and they said, we'll look into it. You might get a refund, 22 quid or whatever. So I just fucking just bought it, right, about an hour ago. Now, I did get the refund, but the point is... I fucking wasted half a day in Reading because I was like, I was, instead of going into London, I went straight to Reading, and Reading's not the greatest place to spend time. If you, it's, it's just out of what town did retail you do? parks so you got and a shithole. No, I didn't. I didn't get out of the car. I just said, well, let's just go straight to Reading because we were running the gig with the PA and everything in the boot, you see, and the lights and everything. Not oh, the PA. Yeah, they had a band. Anyway, the podcast. Okay. Yeah, I was meant to go. So I had to cancel the podcast. The gig was still on, but uh, so I went to TK Maxx and bought a new wallet. Because as the listener will know, I lost my wallet yeah. on a drunken Sunday and I've only just now replaced it because of my Leeds experience when I couldn't get parked and I was left with no wallet or phone. And I felt yeah. very vulnerable. Uh, then I went so to... So how do you feel now? You're happy with this wallet? Because a wallet is something that defines is. you for it. Like you don't it... realise it. Yeah, well, so what... my old one was a trifold. So it was smaller but thicker. This I've gone now. I've gone with a bifold, so it's larger mm. but thinner. When I lost my wallet, that had a uh, Nero card in it with six stamps. I just want to get across oh, how upsetting that uh, is. Well, luckily you'll probably find it in the next couple of days. Oh, it's definitely gone. <coughs> um, and I've ordered. A, well, I haven't actually. I went to and I forgot to. Fit, I sort of looked at the website and went, "Oh, this looks boring." I got to order a new driving license. Uh, so anyway, yeah. went to Red. So I was doing a gig in Reading, and as far as our gig, as far as gigs go in a pub, it's as good as they get, mate. Really nice. Shut the pub, completely shut the pub. 
So if you weren't That's in the good. yeah, no, if you weren't in the pub for the comedy, you weren't in the pub at all, mate. They'd sold tickets. They'd done the promotion. They'd sold they? tickets. They'd rammed it out. There was almost too many people. So in the this room. is the thing as well. There's there's something that might be interesting uh, to the listener. Um, when a pub puts on comedy, often they are unaware that it's them that's meant to sell the tickets. Yeah, well, you, this is the that thing. can be this, an issue, can't it? Well, this is the thing. Obviously, my partner, my life partner, is kind of also my business partner, I guess. In that, so because I've done this for a while, they contacted her, cold contacted her from the website, and I say to her, "Well, it needs to be this, this, and this. Otherwise, we're not going to do it." And then she says, yeah. yeah, you need to pay a flat fee. We're not taking the risk. Uh, you need to promote it. And this couple are right behind it. And it was, as, as far as pub gigs go, as good as they get. Obviously. That's great. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, don't you? Like, obviously, you do your big weekend clubs. That's different. But it, 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 yeah, it's a different style of gig. Yeah, but yeah. just for people in a pub, I mean, they were all, t- it was ticketed. They all sat, they were all up for it. And we had some different sort of types of acts on. And the ones that were less energetic or big, not as many big hits. They listened polite. Do you know what I mean? Perfect. Yeah. Bit Where annoying in the breaks. Were you hosting? No, I closed that one. Because um, oh. I'm going to host it. I'm going to host it regularly, see? So I thought if I close the first one, no. then I can just MC the rest. But then they might like yeah. me and want to come because they yeah, saw me. Good, and I, and I did do well. I did do well. However, Ash. Uh-oh. This is where, yeah, this is when I'm going to sound the hypochondriac bell, another ailment for old Jussie to worry about. They're racking up, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, i got to say, before I get into this, and I will get into it, listener, um, I've just had my first proper dad head experience where girlfriend was dropping a car off for an MOT. She did the school run. I said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll drive ahead. I'll go to the Starbucks, a couple of coffees through the drive through meet you at the garage we'll drink the coffees but two just they're tall they call them as their small ones two tall black coffees was like six pounds seventy odd and that was a, i'm not i'm not a breadhead i'm not entirely worried about money if i want something i just buy it like i'm the sort of bloke that i'll be in pizza express and it'll be like eight quid for a big bottle of premium i'm like yeah fuck it i want a big bottle of premium I'm gonna, don't that was the first i actually felt a bit of pain I've, I've never been like that before but that does seem expensive doesn't it because it's coffee, innit? They all they've done is put some dust in a cup and pour some hot. Where water. I live, the average in a pub for a round for me and her, and she drinks half the lagers and I drink pints because she's a woman, is seven pound fifty average, I reckon. It's like that's pretty good. It's, it's yeah, but it's seventy p less than that for two fucking coffees, black coffees and paper yeah, cups. That's bad. That's, yeah. That so anyway, I, I felt that. Yes, anyway, the reason that, that made me think of that is as I'm getting older, this all racking up. I'm starting to think things are really expensive. Why is expensive coffee so expensive? Because we'll pay it. It's a drug, I guess. We will pay it. I mean, it's the markup on coffee is like insane. Isn't it, it is bad. It's like, like, it's a new phenomenon. It's like five pence it? a cup. Yeah, I remember when coffee came out. I'm surprised. In England. I'm really surprised that you haven't found a conspiracy theory around the growth of coffee. Oh, you don't know about the micro mold? I'd love to. They've got my, they 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 cultivate a micro mold on the beans of coffee, and it's what it does is it, it's it's similar to fluoride in that it acts as a dumbing down agent. I mean, this one I believe. 
It's true. Have you ever noticed you get a caffeine a crash after coffee? That's toxic micro mold. I've never had coffee, as you know, but I'm, I'm the is, only what, person. What is wrong with coffee. you, mate? I mean, like, what? If you think about every, you can't have a fucking needle. You can't imagine anything. Mm. You don't like plating like out. Max. You don't drink coffee. <laughs> you don't like bits in. You don't like food with bits in. <laughs> How do you know that? God, I just know that you're the sort of bloke that doesn't like. If it's got a lump in it, you probably like to start retching. Everything's got. You'll see pureed vegan shit. I know it's true. I've got your number, mate. There's a fucking. There's a. There's a dozen of you. There's a dozen of you in every fucking gay ward. I don't know what that is. Gay I don't ward. know what a gay ward is. Where are you keeping them? I was trying to think of a group of people that are effeminate, and that I came up with gay ward. Maybe I'm not cut out for this comedy shit. I should get a job. <laughs> oh, I, we will go back to your thing, but just quickly, on stage on <coughs> on Saturday, you know, like your brain throws you the information quickly. Like someone says something, and then your brain yeah. goes, "Ha, say this." Yeah, I had, I, I managed to put the blockers on. The, oh, the worst thing my brain's ever thrown up that definitely wasn't funny. That definitely wouldn't really have made sense. It was. A, I uh, think it probably. I, I don't. Go on, tell us what it was, and then I'll give my thoughts. Well, because I tell you what it was, but I did not say this. Let's just make. Yes, this I understand. Tell me the, were you explaining your thoughts? Like I explained the thought process that came up with the gold that is gay ward. <laughs> so uh, a guy, I did a PTA gig, massive room, loads of people. And all very pleasant school gig. And a guy said something about sedating his kids, like drugging his kids to sedate them. Right. And then the f I had just instant... It was about drugging Madeleine McCann and leaving her while you went and get tapas. Right? That was yeah. the first... Because there was that rumour that that's what they'd done. It's probably not even true. Well, they're but doctors, it came so it all adds like, up, doesn't it? It flew into my head, say that. I didn't say it. I managed to stop it. But then, for the next few seconds, I'm just going, what the fuck was that? Like, talking to the man in the chair in my brain. Mm. Like, what the fuck was that, you mm. dick? I think it would have worked. Helped? You got to, Sometimes you shouldn't... I think it would have worked. But you might not have wanted to say it, but I bet it would have worked. Because if it came to you like that, I think you've got to say it. You're channeling the comedy well, gods, often, mate. Often you don't get the opportunity to even contemplate not saying it because it's out before you realise. But that one yeah, I true. saw coming. <coughs> that one hit and I got it. Uh, but go back to where you were. Sorry, your new ailment. Oh, yeah, so I'm closing. Got a little silly couple of jokes about being divorced because, well, because I'm divorced and be weird not to. We have so, spoken, we did speak on a pod briefly about this on the Friday, I believe. About what? About their divorce jokes, didn't we? Or have we not? Doesn't matter. Carry on. I, I, I go, I'm recently divorced, and I went, and I went, uh, uh, and just my throat, like, froze. I couldn't breathe in or out, and I couldn't talk, and I couldn't move. 
It was like sleep paralysis while I was awake. And I went... So, oh. so weird. And everyone's looking at me and I'm killing this gig, mate. And I went... Uh, uh, as I'm trying to get words out and everyone went Ooh, and I went oh I don't know why I'm getting emotional now which I wasn't I don't think I was I said I don't know why I'm getting emotional now this is like three years ago and uh, four years ago did you ago. make that sound like a joke or did you yeah no I just I made it look like I was pretending to be emotional anyway I got through the rest off. of the set but as you said you know when you're doing stand up I don't know what happens if it's adrenaline or what but like you said you're doing your set but in your head you're having a conversation you can think about something and be talking at the same time different things yeah so I'm doing my set and trying to perform as well as I can but thinking what the fuck was that came off did you hear that the other acts they were all talking I was like no 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 I said I oh, had this weird thing happened I just fucking don't know what that was all about that was from Wednesday. Thursday, I'm closing in Chelmsford. All right, doing a half hour. So I'm about 14 minutes in. I go to do the divorce joke. This time, Ash. It happened again, the exact same time, but way worse. Ten times worse. I thought I was dying. There's everyone staring at me. I, 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 I'm looking for a chair. There's no. I'm looking around. I mean, underwater. I'm full panic. What would mode. you have done with a chair? Sat on it. <laughs> I thought it was going over. You'd have just. You'd have pulled it onto stage, or you'd have gone off stage to get a chair. I wanted to say sorry. I'm feeling really unwell. I'm going to have to come off. I couldn't even say that. I couldn't. I was frozen. Floor was moving. Knees trembling. Sweating. Couldn't breathe. And do you want to know something? Shit yourself. No, Ash. Ash, oh, no. no. Go on. Get, have another guess. Uh, horny? Got really horny? Turns yeah. out that's your thing? When I came off stage, I, I realised I'd evacuated. <laughs> no, she how filmed close it. It's a film. knees buckling going down? Oh, I, was, I don't know how I didn't. I'm, I'm a fucking... One thing I will say is I'm like a cockroach. Like, I, I, I got through it. Worst experience I've ever had, yeah. like honestly. And Did she filmed it. I've got it on film. That... I don't ever want to see that. I don't think I can. Watch I haven't that. watched it, but I'm going to put the audio on Friday because I I can't listen to it. Oh, are you? Because I've now got. Well, it's the second fucking gig of five, and it's this is happening, and I thought of all the self sabotage uh, got... that I do. So you're going to do a. Uh... You haven't done your MC uh, special. No, I could. Thing I could. I tell you what. If you want to. If you want to bung over. Five dollar a month Patreon. You can hear me have a full. Thought I was going to Jesus. I thought I was going to meet my maker. Panic attack, and I haven't listened to it. I don't know how bad it is. My girlfriend's very aware of how sometimes you have to be a bit sensitive around people that do perform. And I said, she, "I said, was it bad?" She went, "No, that was pretty bad." Yeah. Like, oh I, God. There, no, no, she's right. I, I was like, I. So anyway, yeah, yeah, I know now... she's right. I'm just saying, yeah. She's yeah, yeah. But no, she, she no, like, like, on, on on Wednesday, I was like, no, I don't think no one noticed. It didn't matter. But this was like, oh, God, she saw it. She was like, oh, that, uh, yeah. I was... I've never felt so exposed and vulnerable and just, and I've got 15 minutes left to do. Do you know what I mean? And I'm talking and I can't yeah. get my work and I'm start talking. It's in my head. It, it was like, I'm talking like, like, talking like this. I'm just trying to get words out. What did the... Um, no, how did they react? 
I don't know. I was just in it. I was watching myself. I was watching myself. I was out of body experience. It was so scary, mate. It's most scared I've ever been. I actually thought I was dying, but still carried on doing my set. Like, it was so weird. I didn't, so then you've got another was, gig the following night. I've got three more gigs lined up, and I've got no rest in between. Yeah. And I'm like... um, Oh, the other thing, of course, I don't know if we spoke about this, is on the way... Did we speak about my... Uh, yeah. So on the way down there, oh, yeah. one of my hemorrhoids ruptured. Why is that funny? Sometimes I don't know if you're emotionally equipped to deal with this, Ash. So, um, the, the... I've gone to the toilet. The if you're a patron, it... if you're the $5 a month patron, you've heard about this, but this they got it in advance. Tell the listener about Oh, have I already spoke about Reading then? Have I already spoke about doing I think doing we Redding? spoke about it. Yeah, I think we spoke about maybe the first one. I don't know if we spoke about it. Oh, right, so it happened remember. again that night, the night after, right? And I've gone... Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to die in Chelmsford, of all places. So Friday, I'm closing last last Friday and Saturday in Sheffield, right? So Friday was a bit I'm knackered. I got home, because the, the one in Chelmsford started late. I didn't get home till about one in the morning, because it starts at nine. I was I think I went on stage until 11. I think I came off at 11, right? It's two hours away. So then... Um, Friday was a bit of a rush because it was our weekend with the seven-year-old. So we picked him straight up from school, went to her parents in Doncaster, straight to Sheffield. Uh, And all the way there, I'm thinking, now I know, now I know from what I know of things like this, you can make associations. Now I'm talking it through with her. I don't think it's the actual material. I think it just happened to happen. On when I was doing that bit. It's like if you had your first ever panic attack, right? When a ginger cat's walking past. Every time you see a ginger cat, you can start to make it happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm thinking, right. I it's, it's not the content of the bit, I don't think. I will get into that with my woman I talk to tomorrow. You know, not my woman, whatever she is. Counselor, therapist, whatever. I'm going to talk about it tomorrow. But like, I, so I'm thinking, I don't want i can't risk the the second one was so much worse than the first one the third one might be the one where i can't carry on so i'm thinking right i need to mention about being divorced because i've got stuff about being married well not married i've got stuff about being a dad and that and i just think it's easier for them to understand if they think this is how we, we put our sets together it's easier for them to go along with my stuff about having kids and then I'll tell him I'm divorced. Because like, I think, oh, we said he was divorced yeah. but now we said his wife. Do you know what I mean? It's like, so it's, I have to mention it to then get into other bits. Because I've got like, my set now is like a bit like a choose your own adventure in that I'll say, oh, I got divorced which means I can either go down the road where I do the Tinder bit if they're younger or I can go down this bit if they're older. If they're a bit squeamish I can go into, do you know what I mean? I've got all these sort of like yeah, uh, the way I look at my set now is there are crossroads or or v, V's and forks in the road, and I, so I have to say I got divorced because that then opens up like three potential bits I could do. Does that make sense? Which way will we go, traveller? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know myself now. That's why I'm having a lot, lot more fun on stage because if they're older, when I say I, 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 yeah, when I say I'm divorced, I can do the bit about I can do a bit about I do the bit about my dad. Oh, it's not about him basically where I say about the stroke joke I can do that 
or if they're a bit younger, I can go into the online date. So anyway, I've got to say I'm divorced. So I'm thinking, right, I can't, but I can't do that actual joke. It's just there's something about now about the words that are triggering me. I'm, I've made an association now because as soon as I started to go into it on Thursday, I, I was thinking, oh no, not again! What's happening? What the fuck's happening? That's what I was thinking as I was trying to talk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So the good news is I've got a new bit out of it because I've reworked a bit and I've now got a bit about lockdown. I said, oh, I got divorced. And I used to have this reason I got divorced, which wasn't why I got divorced. So now I say, oh, I got divorced because lockdown. And the bit, the premise of the bit is, isn't that funny? People go, what happened? You go, lockdown. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, lockdown. It's like my marriage could withstand most things apart from actually spending time together. Right, and that's sort of like the prem. And it, the, the the truth is, I got divorced before lockdown. We'll just split up. That's not. But so that's the joke, just about sort of like I say, to having to hold. And the listener and knows that they were listening to your homeless. I know. I'm just saying it's, it's not truth. So anyway, I've start. I've gone into that on Friday, and I felt it a bit. I did feel it. I felt it a bit. I felt the knees shaking, the adrenaline. Rushing up from, I, I could feel the fight or flight kicking in, but not as bad, and got through it. No one noticed on Friday. No one. I didn't have to stop. I didn't have to sort of like. I didn't have to sort of like. God, I, I must. I, I don't know if I can watch this Thursday one. It was very bad. It, I wouldn't want to see myself like that. No, and then so then I thought right. Then I thought right now, right. You got over that little hurdle. Saturday comes around. Saturday was better. The crowds are better. The thing about comedy clubs that were run on Friday and Saturday, the Saturday's always better because they've had all day. They haven't had to rush home from work and get showered and get into the city. Do you know what I mean? They've been drinking. But it's a better crowd. So Saturday, Ash, I think to myself, Panks, can't do this, mate. You're doing the original bit and you are going to overcome it. You cannot succumb. You cannot run away from this, boy. Slap Go on, myself. Jesse P. Go on, Sam. It's like Rocky. This is like fucking Rocky, isn't it? So anyway, I get up. You're bum packs. I'm doing good. Oh my god! So I'm in Sheffield, and I do my opening joke, and just this woman went, "All right, Dell boy." And I went, "What? What?" She went, "Yeah, yeah, just Dell boy. That's it. That's all I've got." That's what she said. It's quite funny. What you fucking <laughs> just? I, I, I should have called her Kez. That's what I would. Like, you know, afterwards, what you should have done. All that's, but I didn't. I went, why are you saying that? I said, you saying that because you think I'm not from fucking London, you know? And then I went into my bit about coming from Norfolk. It worked very well. But I just thought that was yeah, such a right. route one heckle, isn't it? She just thought because all you right. were southern, you were from London. And Del Boy. <laughs> like, I don't know what came for that. She thinks you're a pedophile. I mean, I had my sheepskin and my flat cap on. But, you know, I'm a red polar neck. But that's not, that's beside the point. So she goes, uh, Anyway, so I, I'm doing I'm doing very well on Saturday. It's doing better than Friday. Not very well. I don't never like to think that. I'm doing all right. How do you think it went? The joke, went the bit, the content went perfectly. Went perfectly. Nothing. I think got it. Yeah. Nailed it. And and yeah. the thing is, my new bit's better. So it's always you know, life gives you lemons, and uh, eat the fucking lemons. Wherever that saying goes, and then so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because we had the seven-year-old, because we had the seven-year-old. Anyway, it went well. I've cured. I'm cured. Because we had the seven-year-old. It's interesting. We couldn't. Very interesting. Oh, mate! No, no. Hang on, hang on. There's one more gig to go. This, this one more gig to go, Ash. 
We haven't got into Sunday yet, have we? Oh, my good God. So, um, it's not what you think. It's just interesting. So, we've got the seven-year-old with us. We're staying at her parents, his grandparents. So, we couldn't leave after the gig. And I've got a daytime gig. It's a food festival in the outskirts of Norwich, right? Erland Park. I'm and so, we to had to get one. up. Had to leave Sheffield, uh, Doncaster, sorry, about 9.30 to get back for like 12, right? So I'm tired, I've had a few drinks, I'm sort of celebrating beating my fucking, uh, my beating, you know, just overcoming something. I had a mental hurdle. Off. Well, the self, okay, so this is the psychology going into it. I haven't done that because since I've had my ass problems, piles, my libido is just like, nah, mate, not interested. I don't know if it's all connected, yeah, isn't it? It's you're, just, I'm, you'll ejaculate sh- blood out of your ass. I don't know if my, I don't know if my body knows that to be true. My body knows something like that, but I am basically a volcel. Yeah, that's fine. I guess you would. Yeah, no, just cell. I don't suppose you have to say incel if you've done it on purpose. You're just a cell. I'm a cell. Um, maybe it will come back. Maybe it won't. I don't care at this point. I'm moaning about the price of coffees, mate. And you fuck, it's all over, isn't it? But I am. Um, You've gone, mate. You've fully gone. I've got. I've got back to this festival, and it's middle class festival there's a thing in the Norwich called the junkyard and they've it's an old sort of like industrial area and it's all done out a bit like Camden Market it's all food trucks pop up food stalls and it's right near where I live now I thought it was there but it was the junkyard food market but at a park so I I couldn't walk there I got dropped off straight there from Sheffield and it was a hot day and I'm walking in and it's it's not set up for comedy. It is what it is. You're all done festivals. There's not even a tent. There was kind of like a stage in between two shipping containers. It was like it was up an alley, but the back was open to the field. So I'm there, and Marcus Birdman's closing. I'm opening, right? Marcus turns up, and Marcus has been going a while. He's had his strokes. Don't know why. I just thought, I'm going to mention it to him. I just thought, I don't want to be scared of it. This is the thing what I've learned. And this is the other thing. The other, so, oh, sorry, I was getting into my psychology. I, I didn't finish that. I've been talking about PTSD stuff, haven't I, to someone? Yeah. And you're like, oh, is, it just, is that because I'm stirring stuff up? This is a good thing, ultimately, isn't it? So that was the sort yeah, of like... Of pot- well, you think... That was my one way of thinking of it. Look, it's got to come out. It's coming out. It's not nice, but at least... You- to really move on. You've got to get the poison out. Yes, that's one. But then the other part of my brain, the negative side, is going, you're also talking about your propensity for self-sabotage. Your life's actually going good now. The business side, what she runs, is she's doing great, really doing great. And I've never been, you know, I'm I'm really making, really working as a comedian for the, the most I've ever You're not earning any money. It, no, no, no money. It's cash neutral. But I'm doing a lot of gigs, more than I've ever yeah. done. And I'm doing clubs and yeah. cl- closing clubs and that that I weren't even doing before, you know, lockdown. So, and I'm going, oh, now it's going well. You're going to get to a point where you can't even talk in public without having a panic. Self sabotage. Like, now I'm not self sabotaging yeah. consciously. Like, my body stepped in. That's my other thought. Do you know what I mean? Fucking typical. Yeah. But that's the thing. You can do that sort of thinking. That's sort of, oh, why, that's just my luck thinking. And I think you make your own luck or you manifest things. So I'm trying to not allow myself. So anyway, Marcus turns up. I said, have you ever had anything like this? Just all of a sudden out of the blue. And he went, 
No, I'd never, not at all, you fucking pansy. <laughs> he did not. Yeah, say it was that. a joke. It was funny. But I went, yeah, that's what I needed to hear, really. From a man in fucking burgundy yeah. loafers. <laughs> I like Marcus. Did, did he call you a pansy, though? He might have said something else that I wouldn't want to <laughs> quote. But um, it was funny. It was good. So, anyway, as I was telling them about it backstage, it started happening as I was telling him. No. And I said, oh, God, I've got to stop talking about this. I'm making it happen now. And him and his girlfriend are looking at me like, is he joking? And I was like, I thought I was going to keel over. What? I Just talking about it made it happen. I was, I, I talked to myself. So you're triggering it. I'm, yeah, I know that. I know. I knew. I, you are triggering Oh, yeah. That's the thing about this. I always knew that, but you can't, you got, you can't control it. But you know you're making it happen. But you, Yeah, but that, no, no, no. You can't control it, but that yeah. cements it. Yes, yes. That, that means that's. Definitely, you are triggering it yourself. I know that doesn't help. But no, it's still the case. yeah. So I went and rapidly down two pints and felt fine. Um, so then this gig was weird. Like the MC Martin, he booked it. He did like twenty minutes at the top, which he had to, and he said he was going to. Uh, and fair play to him because I was looking through this little. There's a sort of flap at the back of the stage with like they sort of like. You know the sort of like curtains they have on lorries, you know, sort of like poly, sort of like, you know, yeah. them big thick plastic tarpaulins, Jamie. <coughs> and no one's even looking at him. Was it a meat festival? It was, was it like a butcher's? <laughs> there was, yeah, no, it was like a nice food and I didn't get any food there. The beer was fucking great. Got to shout them out. They're called Mondo Brewery. And I had the Machina Lager, Machina Lager. It was, I mean, it was out of a plastic glass and it was fucking banging. If that, it was ice cold, really crisp, lovely, lovely burnt caramel notes, almost not as burnt as a Pilsner or a Quell, but get in there. Six quid a pint, but I'll pay it, Ash, I'll pay it. Not this fucking 670 for two coffees, that's different. So um, I'm looking at, the, the audience got their back to him. There's a, there's a baby in there, like an actual baby. Do you know what I mean? There's people sitting yeah. there, and, I'm just, and I thought of this line to open with, and I thought, that. that and I thought, I'm just going to fucking have fun. I had to do 20 minutes. It was one of them ones, it was like... Yeah. And just, uh, the line got nothing. I thought it was quite... You'll get it. I don't know. Maybe it's too inside. So I went up, and it's a full... one. I think it was two o'clock in the afternoon by the time we started. Half one. Sunny. All this noise from a music festival. Not even in a tent. A bit food festival, sorry, but there's music and that. And everyone's not paying attention. So I went up on stage and I said, before we start... I would just like to thank you all for coming to my anxiety dream. But they just didn't know that that was a difficult they did, thing. They didn't though. know what I was on about. I thought, yeah, it's, I, it's not a good line. It was, that's but it was normal. It's a, I'm gonna every time I have a gig like that where it's obviously bad, like the audience thinking this is weird. I'm gonna open with that. I think it works. It it makes sense. How, what did they say? One woman went, her, and I went, yeah, you, one person here knows what an anxiety dream is. Uh, yeah, good. <laughs> and then and then I was doing a bit about shaving my balls, and this bloke went, oh, I shave mine. I went, do you? Why? He went, hygiene. And he had, like, dreads. And I went, I'm being fucking lectured on hygiene by a cunt with dreadlocks. That got a laugh. <laughs> by a cunt with dreadlocks. <laughs> what sort of alternative universe is this? I had a great time. In a way, just because it was just... I've done so many of them now, it doesn't matter. 
it just doesn't no, matter. I, those ones are get, do your time, get yeah. through. You don't necessarily even get through hardly any material. I mean, I did. I, in the end, I just ploughed on. But the thing is, at the back of the sort of like area was just people, more people had stopped and were stood out in the field and not come into the little sort of alleyway that they'd made. And yeah. they were enjoying it. People that were walking past and stopped were sort of going, oh, fucking hell. That's Why actually... is that? that? They don't want to commit to yeah. being in the room. That happens a lot, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, like, festival. Oh, They'll stand yeah, at the tent good, looking around the corner if there is a tent, won't they? Poking their head in and going, it's actually quite yeah. funny. It's like, well, come in, you cunt. Sit down. Um, anyway, got through it. Uh, on stage, I didn't have any wobbles on stage, but I did have the backstage one. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Keep it. Keep. Uh, uh, the, but like I say, the, so the, was, but there was Birdman there last night. Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Was yeah, before, yeah. Sorry. yesterday. Yeah. I was with him. I was with him on Saturday. All right. Cool. I'm Mark. That's, that's the end of that story. Okay. But uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> I should have said. Yeah. I did say to him. I said, "Oh, you're with Justin tomorrow. Listen out for this little humdinger of a story he's got going on." Oh, did you? I didn't. No, yeah. should have. Oh, yeah, but that would look weird that you said it, then I said it. I don't know why I just thought yeah. I'd bring it up. I thought, well, I'm over it. I'm just going to ask him. He's been going a while and he's had strokes. I just don't know why I thought, has he ever had... But then he told me a story about... He told me a story that he banged his head on a speaker after he'd had the strokes. And he was sort of, he didn't know if he was concussed or... Because, obviously, a stroke... Things like The things about things like strokes are so terrifying... Because I feel like I can make that yeah. happen, like I'm making these panic attacks happen. If I hear people yeah. talking about strokes, yeah. I start feeling like I'm, I'm going to make myself have a stroke. One hundred percent with you on that. So he hundred percent. So he. Well, this is the same thing. Don't start having panic attacks now, mate. They're not nice. But he. Um, well, I, I know you know keep I'm nicking all my fucking you. moves. I will. Yeah, you probably will now. I think I think I can make myself have one. Oh god, I felt it a little bit. I felt it a little bit then. What's going on? Don't. I'll tell yeah, you what it is. It's that like you start you start like you can't swallow. And then you start thinking, fuck, I can't swallow. And then it gets worse. Then it all gushes up this, like, like you're coming up on a pill. It's horrible. Fucking horrible. Um, but anyway, he said he banged his head and then he didn't know if he was concussed or if because he'd had a stroke and he was then worried about it. He had to sort of like, he couldn't do the gig. And so I was like, oh, that's... And, uh, but anyway. Pansy. Yeah. I know. So, uh, but I've got quite a lot of new material. Um, so, because I forced myself to write that, and because I've been up in my own head a bit, I've sort of like come up with a few. Because I've sort of like not self. What do you call it? Whatever. I've just sort of like been sort of like thinking about. I've been sort of like a bit withdrawn because I'm worried. Yeah, a bit which worried. Is good. Good yeah, it's good for writing material, isn't it? Like I'm driving um, along and I'm just I'll thinking write. all the time. I'm not sort of an autopilot. I'm not taking anything for granted like you do. You know when you drive some, you can't even remember none driving. Of mine are, uh, none of mine are as exciting, but I think there's probably something from each gig that I, went, I did. So Thursday, I did a gig where it was me, an opener, and a closer. Our good friend Darius was opening. Yeah. Um, and I was not running the gig. I just was MC. But... I got there and the guy who run the, it was in a brewery and he was just like, um, okay, what time are we starting? I was like, oh, I think it said eight on the email. Okay, it's all right. So who's, where are the acts? Who are the, I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I got there like that. maybe yeah, half an hour until the start time. And then, uh, so with about five minutes to go, he went, 
is uh, is the are the act here? And I said, I don't know. I'd just been sitting by the side. I'd found somewhere to yeah. sit. I hadn't been shown. There was no green room or anything. I'd just sort of found somewhere to sit. And then I look round and then <coughs> Darius strolls in with about two minutes to go. And that's fine. Caught up with him briefly. He goes on stage, does his 20. And uh, I was like, I said to him, because I've been told someone was headlining. I was like, he's not here. And he went, oh, no, this other person. I, I think I saw him in the toilets. And there was a there was a a person that looked like the person he had said. I said, I don't think that's that person. I think it's just a posh person that looks like that person. And Darius is like, oh, oh, okay. Well, I think it I think it's him. Anyway, Darius goes home, and then in the break, there's no headliner. I've not seen him. I've not heard from him. I don't know anything. It's not my gig. So it's about two minutes. The guy goes, right, we're gonna start. The barman. I was like, oh, the headliner's not here yet. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, well, I've not seen him. Like I said, oh, Darius thought he saw him, but I've not seen him. He's not spoke. I've been sitting right here. I've been on stage. He knows I'm here. Yeah. No one's come up to me, which is weird. Not said hello, nothing. So then he goes, right, I'll phone the booker. So he phones the booker and, uh, right, phone the booker. And he said, I've got the number of the guy. I'm going to try phone him. And every time he fi- tried phoning the headliner, it just cut off. Just cut off, cut off, cut off, cut off. About five minutes after we're meant to have restarted, the headliner, who is the person that Darius had seen in the mm-hmm. toilet, who wasn't the person on the bill, mm-hmm. just walks up to me and went, bar's clear, we need to get going, don't we? Yeah, he's a prick. And I went, I said, I didn't even know you were here, mate. He's like, yeah, yeah, well, let's get going, let's get cracking, we don't be here too long. Mm. And I said, yeah, that, that's fine. I'm good to go. I just, I had no clue you were here. He's like, yeah, I was up the back, around the corner. So I just went and sat around there. I was like, yeah, but I didn't know. I didn't want, I wasn't like shirty, but I probably was shirty. No, so no, just you like, just, no, I literally... no. Well, what does shirty mean? No, you're just going, well, don't start telling me to crack on when you haven't even come. Like, yeah. the reason we haven't started so... is I don't know you're here. <laughs> he said, how long are you going to do? I said, oh, just a, you know, I'll do a couple of minutes and then get you on. Went on, spoke to the audience. As he walks on stage, he uh, he goes, I've just realised uh, I did this gig two months ago. Uh, two months ago I was booked and it was called this. Now I've been booked and the gig's called this. So that's a bit of an issue. And they kind of laugh. And he went, how many of you were here last time I was here? And all of them. Oh, Everyone's okay. like, yeah. And uh, he went, and then someone went, well, I hope you got some new jokes. And then the headliner went, well, you think I wrote a whole new set for you? Like, no, I haven't got new jokes. He said, well, I have got some old jokes, which I'll do. And the headliner's doing half an hour. At 23 minutes, he just left state. He was just like, yeah, all right, cheers. I'll probably see you in two months. And walked off stage. As we passed on stage, and I'm not saying he did this on purpose. We hit shoulders. We collided. You you could but have been some head envy was... going on. He's got a big head as well. I don't think he was shoulder barging me intentionally, but I'm just saying That's the sort of thing people would do to you because you're so beater. And um he walked off the stage, down the stairs, and out of the place. Yeah, yeah. Just it was all like, in one. Just how he is. He's always been like that. Just one movement. Just <laughs> like not 
no dealings with him whatsoever. Oh, so what? And uh, yeah, so I was going to talk about how I left Friday, uh, Sunday. I put, a, I went on stage oh, yeah. with a shirt and I put a baseball cap on, and pulled it down. Oh wow! Yeah, I know. Like pulled it down, so it was like, and then when I went backstage, backstage, went behind the fucking tr- whatever it was, I took my shirt off. I had a t-shirt underneath and screwed it up and put it inside the hat and walked out like I was incognito because <laughs> I had to walk back through the tent whatever it was but I actually did I put a disguise it? no it didn't go bad but I just didn't want to I was just like Ugh. I was like oh this is great I've got a little disguise so have I got anything about Friday Friday I was in Brighton any fans of Brighton oh. in I didn't do that no, they ch- I didn't chill out ch- oh take a chill so there pill. is something I can say so, uh, just talking to them, there was uh, someone in, and they, I said, what do you do for a living? Classic. And they said, I work at Brighton Gin. I said, oh, what do you do? Like, how do you work at, in gin? Like, surely it's just you put the ingredients in a fermenter Oh, I thought whatever, you said gym with an M. Gin. Gin. Oh, I'm quite bunged up. And uh, they said... Um. Yeah, uh, I use a big spoon sometimes. I said, "What do you mean you use a big spoon?" And she went, "Oh, sometimes we have to like stir the the gin after six days." And so I then got to do my bit about hand cooked crisps as a actual bit of material in a comedy club that wasn't in a show that just came, just happened. Lovely. Like it was handed to me. Never ever big... writing. It's never a waste of time to write. Even if you write something that's not good and you never use it, it was never a waste of time because it can. That can happen with that. I'm not saying that's big laugh because it looked yeah, like yes. I'd come up with it off the top of my head. But of course, well, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like it's never a waste of time to write. I, I stop myself writing sometimes because I edit as I'm going and go. This isn't going to go anywhere. You just have to finish it, and it. It's never a waste of time. Never a waste of time. Delighted. And then Saturday, I was doing a PTA gig in Chorleywood. And again, I was the host of the show, but it was not my show. And the the same issue that you faced as the gig is... So I had the opener, who, to be fair, I don't blame him for this. He was telling me how bad the trains were. But from very early on, yeah. So that just makes you. Like, that just from, makes you. That gets your pupper flapping. That it's not going to turn up, doesn't it? But he was like, "Look, this is the situation. I've got to do this. It's a bus replacement. I might be a little bit later than I thought. Blah 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 blah." So it was all right. I did. I knew he was going to be there, but I wasn't too worried. Then the middle act was like, "Hello, I'm the middle act. The trains are fucked. Not sure what's happening." I'll keep you posted. So I was like, for fuck's sake, like, that's... How did you not know? Like, you must check. If you are relying on getting to somewhere by the trains, it's planned engineering works. Or strikes or whatever. And you're... It's like going, I'm going to drive to the gig. I'm going to leave it to the last minute. I assume there's fuel in the car. Like, yeah, you have to yeah, check. not knowing where the gig is. Exactly that. So then I get a message from the organiser. That person can't make it. 
they are not coming to the gig. It, they've been replaced. So then I don't hear from that person. I get about half an hour later, I get another message saying uh, that person isn't making it either. The trains are screwed. They're not going to be able to get there. And there's another person coming. So then I get a message from that person saying, oh, hello, I'm the act now that's coming. Just so you know, trains are screwed. <laughs> so I'll Why did he say screwed? Time. What a fucking screwed. dickweed. Yeah, he's like an oh, 80s high school it. film. Then the headliner messages me and says, oh, the trains are all up the fucking swanny. Yeah. Um, should be there I'm by this time. I'm just paid to MC it, mate. I'm not your fucking... Do you know yeah, what I mean? I'm, I'm just MCing the club. Coach. I don't care. I do care that they're there, but Jesus Christ, don't... I'm not... I can't help you. It's, that's the thing. It felt yeah. like they were like, oh, what are we going to do? What are you going to do, Ash? But good gig, turns out. It was a good gig. But there's... I won't, won't name him, but the opener um, got a couple of like applause breaks let's say on some bits and then obviously had a crisis of confidence or something because kept saying when a joke didn't quite land went no not over that like what am i saying wrong here you don't you're not going with what i'm saying like this is funny stuff like this does well why why aren't you going with it and i was standing outside the stage going they are they've laughed at everything and also they don't have to but they really did. They really were. Yeah, but even if they but, don't, you can't go. I heard, I heard an act. No, yeah, well, that is an annoyance of mine. That is an annoyance of mine. Like this stuff killed last night. Where were you then? Yeah, so like, um, they don't have that. The whole point is you have to make them laugh. If they're not laughing, it's on you. That's the title. Like it, he was I know they were, they but were. I'm when saying he, even if they were, but you know, maybe you expected to do off, better. When he came off, he said to me, um, he went to me, um, he went, oh, a bit difficult to get him going. I was like, no, they weren't. I said they were laughing and they applauded you about six times. There was no difficult to get going. He was like, oh, oh, oh. Like I'd had a go at him. <laughs> but it's just I found it really weird. He was that unaware that he was doing well. He did very well, I would say. Don't get and carried yet... away with the good ones or the bad ones is my advice, isn't it? Because if you have a really oh, yeah, killer definitely. gig on Friday, don't judge Saturday by it. And also, if you have no, a really shit gig, don't get carried away with that either. Don't ever, don't ever. But let... also, here's another thing as well. This is interesting, I think, for the for the listener. So he was gigging in Derby the night before, and he lives in Brighton. And I just I can't work out the profit to gig ratio on people who are doing the. So he's like. Oh, the uh, he got the train up to Derby for the gig. Then coming back, there were issues with the trains. Mm. So he got the overnight train, uh, overnight bus, which I know is much cheaper, but he got the overnight bus to London, which arrived in London just before 6am, and then got the first train out of London to Brighton. I'm like, that must have cost a fucking fortune. Mm. To go well, from Brighton so to Derby on the train, and then the bus and the train back. How are you? How are you making a living? You can, you know, you can, you can. But that's the thing. If you, you know, you, you, the thing with me is like when, 
like Sunday to Wednesday, I, I, I've got a lot, lot lower number in my head of what I need to clear. Because you like say, your main money's made up Thursday, Friday, Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. So you know, if he went to, you say he was in Derby on what night of the week? Uh, I think it was either Thursday. It must have been. Yeah, I think it was so Thursday. That, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about, and I don't know the cost of that involved. But it's not fucking. No, I just, living. I know. I just thinking about train from Brighton to Derby is going to be probably enough for me not to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll sure. That's what I was speaking to an act yesterday, and they were going, "Oh, I went to so and so," and and I went, "Oh, I was in Sheffield last night." But that's a long way to go, or something like that. And I went. I went, oh, I was, someone said, asked oh, too far to, for me to go. I went, I was in Sheffield last night. And they went, yeah, but that's not, you're not an open spot. I said, no, but I was. And I went to Manchester to do an open spot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it annoys me where people go, oh, you don't know what it's like. It's like, God, would you fucking talk? I've done it longer than you have. Like, I was an open spot longer than you've been an open spot. And I moaned less. Yeah. Maybe that's why I do it for a living oh, now. Open spot. I was glad to go to Manchester for free. Isn't that fucking weird? I remember getting gigs in Manchester for free. Yeah. And going like, oh, yeah. got a gig in Manchester. Yeah. And it's like, well, people go, well, I'm not going to go. That's too fast. Like, no, Manchester's a city with a different culture. You've got to go and get in front of these different types of audiences in different regions. And that's how you yeah, sharpen. Yeah, they call me a southern cunt. Yeah. That's how you fucking, that's how you, you know. I, that's why I was closing on Saturday and a woman in the first minute shouting out Dale Boy didn't throw me I sort of, no, that's what you have to do you can't just be a home oh, I'm only going to do open spots if, if it doesn't fuck I spent so much money being an open spot hemorrhaging cash yeah. when I was an open yeah, spot yeah. used to get home at three Liverpool, in the morning Manchester Birmingham yeah fucking done yeah, everywhere fuck. mate yeah yeah, so don't, mate, don't come around, you know, don't come to me going, oh, you wouldn't do it for an open spot. I wouldn't now, but I fucking did. Yeah, that's true. Even going to, like, Cambridge and stuff, you know, you're doing all that for free. Yeah. Doing, Monday like, night, the worst, the worst gigs. Like, thinking about some of the ones where it's, like, in some fucking bar that thinks it wants a comedy night. It They're the it ones, is. you know, where they... It doesn't know what it is as a bar. It's it, it's weird, and they're like, "Oh, we want a comedy night." They're gonna put some absolute shit acts on for free. Oof. And there I am, smiling away. Yeah, happy. Still do some shit ones now. I gig for Beatty. Well, you, the thing about it is, you. It's a certain. That's what I think is the the selection process. It's not about skill. I'm blow my nose. Feel free to edit this. That's the noise the Ash makes when he spunks up. I um. That is true. That's how your spunks <laughs> is so thick it goes like that when it leaves the PP hole. I um the the uh that's the selection process. It's not about the skill or the talented comedians or the funniest ones even. It's just the ones that make it through that. Uh, it's like a. It's, oh, that is definitely a big. It's an I, aptitude is test, isn't it? The beginning is, yeah. Yeah. And then it's about: Are you available? Are you? Can you say yes? Yeah. There is You've a big got to be a grafter. You've got to be a grafter in this game now. Can you do tonight? There's so many. Yeah. Are you prepared to have your marriage fail? Yeah. Well, yep. <laughs> because uh, that, that is the. Uh, uh, that is what it is. It is. A, it's, it is not. It's. Look, doing it's easy. Getting onto the stage isn't always easy. 
you know, there's so many people. Oh, you've made special plans with your loved one mm. because you're always out, mm. but something's come in that's quite Not could just lead that, to another it's two also gig. difficult to get on stage in the regards of there's one spot and a hundred comedians vying for it. You know, yeah. you know, to get to, to, to get selected to go up fucking be grateful and get honest up. to God. I, I thought this on uh, on Friday when I was at a good club, you know, I was at one of the best of mine of my favourites. And I genuinely thought to myself, the chances of getting there regularly doing it, you really need to take like not take it for granted. You do need to work. You do need to I mean, I'm not talking about slogging or anything I know what you mean I know what you mean there is every possibility that every time you do those gigs it's the last time you yeah, do it if you aren't prepared mate to... on Thursday I thought that was the last time I was ever going to take a fucking breath I thought I was going to die yeah that's true and I'll tell you what else it's funny cause oh I... god I'd do the memorial I'd do the, the the Justin Pank can you do it a bit closer to Edinburgh if you're going to die yeah are you going to do a so little I can thing take a show up right uh, Jimmy Carr yeah. was on Joe Rogan and I listened to that and um, he was saying uh, if you make, if you a full time, you know, if you make a living as a comedian, well done, you've made. Anyway, but because he's this funny that I think we're talking about comedy a lot, but I went to sleep last night listening to that, and Jimmy Carr, I'll tell you what, mate, interesting listen. It's an interesting episode to listen to, but I don't think I like him, and not because of this podcast, no. and not because because he's, he's a bit of a psycho. Like he talks yeah, about he that. Is, yeah. He talks about that. NLP or cognitive? No, he doesn't know NLP. Is cognitive CB? What's that one? Cognitive behavioural. He's talking about all that. And he goes, yeah. He goes, oh, I was dyslexic, and I just taught myself. And then he goes, when I decided I wanted to go to Cambridge, what he said he happened was he changed schools, and he goes, I was a bit of a shithead at the first school. So when I went to the second school, I just thought, right, I'm not going to be a shithead anymore. And he just started going around telling everyone he was going to go to Cambridge. So everyone was like, I was going to go to Cambridge. And then he, but he was dyslexic, so he'd sort of taught himself how to get. He says it reminded me a bit of like your imagining thing. He says when he looks at a word, he can't read it. He has to every time he writes or reads, he has to do it letter by letter. You know that we just well take it for granted. I just look at a word and I recognise what the word is from the shape of it. Really, I don't actually. Yeah, re- yeah, yeah. I don't actually yeah. read it. Do That's... you know what I mean? It's like when you see a word you don't know or a place name, you go, "What's that? A." Seven, nice seven, fucking what, idiot! You'd be like, A, you'd be like, A, <laughs> you'd be like, A T A U. Do you know what I mean? You got to work it out. Triangle. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> a hieroglyphic, mate. But um, was it really good? Uh, yeah, A crow's head. Yeah, wavy lines. <laughs> the eagle really with an eagle with dog's second... feet. And then I go um to the... the second letter you come up with seven. was seven. <laughs> 27th letter of the alphabet, mate. Seven. So I go, um, I, he goes, uh, oh, he goes, yeah. So then what I did, so that Jimmy Carr was, uh, sorry, Joe Rogan's going, so what, you, how did you get to Cambridge and that? And he's just next, he goes, oh, what I did. He goes, at school, he goes, I just worked out who the smartest kid was. And I just went up to him and said, can I read your essays? And the like, kid went, yeah. He goes, so I read all the smartest kids' essays, and he goes, "I didn't copy the content, but I sort of like adopted the patterns." And I was just thinking, "You sound like a fucking right weirdo." 
Don't you yeah, feel well, that's a... a very meticulous... Yeah, that's the word. I, I spoke to people who uh, worked with him very early on, and he would just... Like, he was relentless. He would stay away from the group and just be relentless. Yeah, and what he was doing, he's going, yeah, oh, you can't rely on magic thinking. Like, oh, I'll just wait for... He goes, oh, inspiration's for amateurs. He goes, you have to work it. He goes, I can see your point, but also I don't like that approach where you... where you What's that? There's an, an, an analogy, isn't there, about dissecting a frog and you just you can't work out... How, you just end up with a dead frog. Something like that. You know that one? No. It's like if you can't cut up a frog to see how it works because you just end up with a dead frog. Yeah. It's like, okay. you know, you've got you've killed... You've yeah, you couldn't tell someone how to be a stand-up comedian to the level I, you are by telling them what you did. I, yeah, I could tell them work. what I did in terms of like we were just saying, like just get as, on a stage as much as you can. If something doesn't work, keep it until you replace it with something better. Don't just think, oh, that didn't doesn't that doesn't work. Just, so many acts I see doing in the beginning, doing the same set over and over again, and it just didn't work. And it's like, yeah, you're not. This doesn't work. What do you think is going to happen? That you know, like you just keep trotting out the same five minutes in the same way and dying in front of what what do you think's going to happen you, you've got to change it but uh yeah so anyway, I was listening to it, I was well, like, it's an interesting thing actually just as a a friend of the show matt adlington he had lost faith in his uh, some of his material and he'd had a little bit of time off and so he spent a bit of time and i know that you know writing new stuff it's not easy necessarily he went through his material and just thought about, like, because he'd been doing it the same yeah, way yeah, for yeah, that's ages. Yeah, yeah, started doing, yeah. And it's like, as a as a different comedian, as a, like, mm. you know, years down the line, how would I present this now? And he's, it's, like, completely refreshing. Well, that's how bits become chunks, isn't it? Because you got a bit where you're talking about, yeah. you know, you got a bit where you're talking about the cutlery, knives and forks, whatever, whatever. And then you sort of like go, if you, if you just go, oh, I've got that bit about knives and forks, right? And just it, you can revisit and go, oh, actually, and then the sp- you tag a bit about a spoon. Do you know what I mean? That bit about a spoon. Yeah, and then you, you before you know it, then you say, oh, and then, then, you, then you start getting into the rolling pin. I'm not in the kitchen, from, you know, normally I just say what I can see, Roy Walker style. <laughs> but then you, before you know it, you've got like a 10 minute chunk about the kitchen when you had a, a two minute joke about knives and forks. I love it when, I love that feeling. And when you go, on a minute, I, I had that bit that I never did. About That's why I that said writing's never a waste of time. I've done that so much, and like writing's a bit. Never a waste I might, of time. I might have I written, I might have tried to write a five-minute set, and just one line of that will be the punchline to something I think of four years later, and it never goes away. It's always in there. So strange, but. Well, I'll tell you who never goes away, listener. Pranks and Firth. We never go away. We'll be back on Wednesday for Patreons. If you want to listen to we us. We got your back, dog! Four. You get an extra one every I week. I just shouted over the sales week. pitch. I, Say it again. Um, Graham Woods asked a question about what was the name of the music shop in Anglia Square. And I've forgotten to ask that question about six weeks in a row. It was Do, a big one. It's now it's... the name of the music shop? I don't remember that. I remember that it's. Well, I can tell you now. It's like a bicycle charity. They sort of. They seem to take. They seem to take on old Called dead recycled, bikes. Recycled, like probably. Yeah, probably. And they, 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 they upcycle these fucked up bikes. It was a weird place to have a music shop. 
Because we've got one now, which is on St Augustine's, which if he knows Norwich, is across the other side of the Angus Square car park. We've got, which is the weirdest, that they're, they're a chain, PMT, which professional oh, yeah. music technology. Yeah. That's, that's, that is period cramps, isn't it? But yeah. Um, yeah. there's Cook's is the longest standing one, which is St Benedict. There's a guitar I, shop in Anglia Square. There you go. So no. I can't remember what it was called, but I did go there to buy my Ernie Balls when I used to use Slinkies, and then I moved on to Diodario XLs. But, Graham, good question. I will look it up and get back to you. But I, I, have, I have frequented it, but can't remember what it was called. Norwich Music Store. There you go. It's called that, probably. Listener, if you want more, if you got, you want to hear some Justin MC stuff and maybe him having a panic attack Friday, you can play your... Uh, I, I, I haven't revisited the footage. I have not revisited the footage, no. but for $5, well, you can see me at my lowest moment of my life. And I asked a question over on Discord uh, over the weekend. If if you're on the Discord, have a little look at that. The more that you come up with, the, the funnier it can be. So please do that as well. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, listener. I'll speak to you on Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you. Witness the fitness.